Welcome in to another edition of the DNVR Watches Love is Blind podcast presented by Davidson's. Make sure you hit up Davidson's for all of your liquor needs. They've got uh, delivery and curbside pickup, whatever you prefer. I, I like to go the delivery option just because I fully embrace the, uh, the quarantine life. But whatever uh, suits your fancy, maybe you want to go out for a little drive when you pick up a new bottle of whiskey. So hit up Davidson's for everything you need. All right, well, as Eric said when he hopped on the Zoom, what an episode. <laughs> what an episode. <laughs> I feel like I say that every time. It's just, it's so good every time. It's so bad, but it's so good. It's like being pummeled with Mike Tyson body blows, just one after the next after the next. Like, as soon as you want to catch your breath, like, there comes the haymaker. You know, I feel like what, we're getting more do? drama as the show's progressing. <laughs> we're getting more and more drama. There's more fighting. Oh, well, the that's fur- like The ahead. further away the, uh, the show has gotten from its premise the better it's gotten <laughs> i don't even know if that's true like just we're like now delving into having to acknowledge that these are people's real lives which is so uncomfortable to have to cross-reference the idea that you could know a person that would go into a pod and meet another person and then come back into your life and announce to you that you're getting they're getting married like i don't like thinking that this is these are people's real lives it makes me very uncomfortable <laughs> I guess I should mention that uh, joining me on this podcast is Harrison Wind, uh, D-Line Co. And then Ali Monroy is like here, but not. uh, She wouldn't commit to whether or not she was on. She just wanted to listen. So... You know, I feel like sometimes there needs to be a female to keep all of you boys in check in our company. So I just thought I would listen. Well, yeah, How is that keeping us in check? And if I have to say something, then I'll say it. I'm glad Ali's at least into this episode because i feel like we can't be three guys talking about a bunch of girls trying on wedding dresses (laughs) exactly i feel like what a beautiful scene my favorite thing was people on twitter being like are we gonna see the guys trying and trying on suits like no that's not even there's a show on tv called say yes to the dress like people find women trying on wedding dresses entertaining guys and yeah. it's not so wouldn't you watch when you watch the 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 counterpart to that say fine to the suit where guys are just like fine yeah fine whatever yeah i mean that, it just doesn't have the same aura what are, what are the colors blue all right fine well if you're mark you're buying a brown suit which was a questionable choice everything about mark and jessica are questionable yeah, okay, they so- suck I want to start with the first scene of the show, which has been so far the biggest letdown of the entire Love is Blind season, because that interaction between Cameron and Lauren's dad in the teaser was so, I was so excited for it. And then Lauren's dad was just like pretty measured and, and uh, understanding and, and was willing to give Cameron a chance, which was a huge bummer. Yeah, that's, it's not cool when, um, you get like normal human reactions into these like weird powder keg situations. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, I thought we were going to get like a, like a racial battle or something. <laughs> like it was going to be like way more intense. Yeah. We got like no, well, nothing. Well, we didn't because Cameron has never said anything controversial or he's never said like a wrong word in this entire season. So he wasn't going to mess up then. And then the other thing that he has Are you kidding me? Are you saying his rap wasn't wrong? (laughs) (laughs) But it might have been bad, but it seemed like it kind of worked out for him. It seemed like the mom kind of liked it for some reason. (laughs) Um, But then he also said he's been in a relationship with uh, a black girl before. 
which probably helped him out there, I think. Yeah, you never know which way that's going to go, but I think it played well for him in that situation. Yeah. Also, did you happen to notice that in the background of the scenes where uh, he was talking to her dad, there was like uh, like audition was up? It looked like her dad was making beats out there. They could be a match yeah. made in heaven. Ooh. He was definitely a music producer. Definitely a music producer. I, I totally picked up on that. I was hoping that he was going to um, rap for him. He'd lay down oh, some there tracks. Was, there was no way he was ever going to rap in front of his dad. But he could Absolutely like record it, <laughs> clean that's it up, a, mix that's it, master totally it. Something you do in front of the girl's mom and just yeah. not her dad. That's when you. That's what you do in the to, to sweet talk the mom. You don't bring that to the dad's front door. Not just yet. No way. <laughs> I have a question for all of you guys. How Lauren just got up and left. How would you guys feel in that situation? You're meeting your girlfriend's parents for the first time, and she's just like oh, this is going to be awkward. I'm going to go somewhere else. Peace. So, so first of all, I got to give her a break here because that was totally done by the producers. I've seen enough of these shows to know that they told her, <laughs> all right, so introduce them and then leave. And, she, and so she had no other choice. But if this was a real life scenario, that is messed up. <laughs> That's I mean, so it's all right. Up. It's kind of, I mean, I don't mind, uh, uh, you know, like make, he's got a, go into the cauldron of fire and come out stronger. He needs to be fortified. He's got to be a man. Step up. Talk to the dad. Meeting all the that dad is said, stressful, I... man. Meeting the dad is stressful. <laughs> I met my girlfriend's dad in Vegas, which I think kind of eased the situation, but it's still stressful. There's... Yeah, especially because Lauren, like, in every scene, like, hyped up her dad to be, like, very intimidating, very against her dating a white man. Like, he... She hyped that up so much that then just being like, peace, and then uh, Cameron having to fend for himself in a sense, I feel like, is overwhelming. I, I, if I ever had to meet a significant other's dad who wasn't a sports fan, I would be screwed. Mm. Like, that's my go-to. Yeah. In instantly, I'm just like, hey, uh, how about Peyton Manning, huh? And then, you know, you just go off from there. Like, it's... it's yeah. That's your. That's my go-to, and and really my only uh, card I have to play. I guess like now I can kind of play the, like the business card, like oh, like yeah, I've run a business, like the business guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, here, let me just give. Let me let me give you a tip. Next time you're meeting a new significant other's father, which obviously you will never do, but if it ever happens again and you don't and they don't like sports just start asking them questions about themselves this works in every single human interaction you just go mm. oh, that's also what how do you do? talk to girls or just ask them oh, questions well. about themselves yeah you go oh what do you do your insurance in insurance and then in your head you go wow that's the most boring answer that i could have been given and then you go oh wow where is your office and then they tell you and then you go Oh wow! <laughs> you just keep on down that path until Lauren comes back in the room, and then you're like, "Oh, we're getting along great." And not once did you have to talk about the racial divide that exists between you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you have experience in this field. Yeah, 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 yep. You just ask people about themselves. You can get through almost every situation. Okay, uh, so some other moments that happened in this episode, of course, like you mentioned, there was the dresses. Um, by far the like I I I'm patting myself on the back a little here. I I've never done this before, so uh, first time I've ever patted myself on the back for anything. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's a nice it's a nice change. 
right when Jessica put on the dress, I was like, oh, she's going to realize like, oh my God, I'm really going to walk down the aisle with this guy who I don't even like. <laughs> How many times did you get to have that same realization? I know, right? <laughs> I also thought her dress was really weird. I'm the only one. Her dress was weird. No, I agree. Both of the dresses you. she wore were very meh. Giannina's dress was absolute fire. She killed it. Same with Amber. Yeah. I don't even remember what their dresses looked like. I was so uncomfortable. That Giannina just was like, knows how to dress. I was like, why is everyone dress. crying? These people met each other three weeks ago. Like, no, really? the- you got, have you gotten everybody swept up in this madness? What's happening right now? Like, the you're just looking part, at dresses. The weirdest part was, uh, what's her name? Kelly's sister crying because her sister was getting married in like a way she's like i'm losing my sister and like my sister isn't single anymore and this is just really weird and she was like in tears and everyone's like but it's a good thing and she's like yeah yeah but she's not gonna be there anymore yeah i I thought it was funny because all the uh people at the trying on wedding dresses all their friends that they brought and like a couple of their moms were there were super supportive yeah. And then all the friends that the dudes brought the try on suits were just like telling them how bad of a decision they were making getting with these girls. It was like total opposite. Yeah. That's how that that's how that works. Like that in the wedding scenario, every all the guys' jokes are always like, get out now, not too late. And all the women are like, I can't believe it. You're finally a fairy princess. You can wear a dress and everybody cries. It's like, very different. The, uh, the friends, the friend that Mark brought and the friend that Damien brought, like they look just like Mark and Damien. Oh my God. Mark's friend, <laughs> Mark's friend was the most classic like friend ever. Like if you've ever oh, like, Oh God. If you've ever like, I don't know, been to a bachelor party, like there is that guy at every single one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I do. I love a man. I mean, I don't know if I should be you talking love a man? necessarily based on my, well, that and, but just, I was going to say based on my hat, but like, I love a man that's always in a company polo all the time, like all the time. Like I had a zip up, but it was like not a cool company. It was like KMF. It was KPMG. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't even notice. But yeah. like, a, what is KPMG? Is that a building company? It's is an accounting a firm. Thing? Yeah, it's a huge. Oh, that's that, even he, he definitely firm. got that at some like company retreat or some kickoff. And he was event. wearing sunglasses on the top of his head the entire episode. <laughs> yeah, like Ryan oh. said, that guy is at every after party. <laughs> okay, so I want to get into what was the spiciest uh, uh, co- topic of conversation in the Slack the love is blind slack that we have, which is how much Damien absolutely sucks. Got to be the worst, worst character on the show. Worse than Jessica. Oh, you know, that's a bold claim. It is a bold claim because I had to defend my take when I said that on Twitter, there are a lot of people that are team Damien. How, how, what, how could you be? They think that it's Gigi's fault. Yo, how could you be team either one of these fucking people? They're the worst people. <laughs> <laughs> Who signs up for this team? This is like you show up uh, the first day of the NFL and you don't have a team affiliation and you choose the Browns. <laughs> You're like, well, yeah, Damian, team Browns. Damien is the Browns. Damien <laughs> is Toby Flenderson from The Office. Case Keenum. Damien is <laughs> yeah. Case Keenum. Yeah, it's terrible. Is the worst. He's so boring. Like just how he says 
the word social media just like kills me. It's, it's like, not. It's oh. not. With him, it's not that he's boring. It's that he is a sociopath. Like he, like you could just see he's like so deeply troubled by things not being exactly how he wants them to be. And he has yeah. those like cold, lifeless, soulless, icy eyes. Oh. He's just like he just like clams up. And what did he say at dinner? That was the worst thing I ever heard in my life. Like you need to figure out how to get back in the relationship or you're going to lose me and you're losing me or something. It was the Who worst, does he think he is? The worst <laughs> moment of my life he... witnessing that. <laughs> the only person who can lose anyone in this situation is Damien losing Giannina. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what? You're right. You're right. <laughs> Damien, my... Giannina does not lose Damien. He just, he just goes away. <laughs> my whole take on their relationship is that Gigi is a lot she is pretty She's crazy there is a lot to her but damien does not help any situation he's like gets down to her level he starts fighting with her like a child and Ugh. it nothing gets fixed like they just fight it fight with each other and that's it and like he just i feel like you obviously this is a fake show with fake relationships but like that's not how that that works like you gotta like realize and like help each other grow like you can't nope. just be like you're on social media no you're on social media i hate you and then like be mad at each other like that's not a real relationship sadly that is a lot of, of how a lot of relationships are <laughs> but they don't they, they're not getting married three weeks later right exactly. if you're about damien's to marry someone definitely a uh, damien's definitely a facebook guy definitely. Oh. Dude, he's such a general manager. Like, oh, that is my God. <laughs> oh my God, if ask, yes. If you had to guess what his job was, he'd be like, oh, he's probably like a regional manager, general manager, like definitely walks around with a clipboard. And like, he was and like, like stressed out about losing his job last episode. It's like, dude, chill out. You've totally outkicked your coverage. You can probably <laughs> live off of appearance fees and like – content posts for a while just have some fun man stop stressing out so are you, much. you saying that you would you yourself would pay to be an event where damien made an appearance <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not but i think well, he how's he living off these appearance fees then <laughs> and if he's with Ianina at an appearance yes he can make money off of i guess he's this is a bad either though I guess it's a bad time to reveal that we just offered uh, Damien $1,000 to come to the grand reopening of the Yes! <laughs> it's a great time to reveal that. Oh, God. Oh, my God. The, that, I love that Andre tweeted. He's like, oh, they're having the conversation that every DNVR employee has had to have with their significant other at some point. Wait, I didn't yeah. even see that. It's so yeah. true. Social media. Too time. much social media. Right? Ryan, um, I know you're joking, but could we get Damien to come to the reopening of the bar for a thousand dollars? Oh, I don't know. Be incredible. I don't know if I would accept Damien paying us a thousand dollars to come to the reopening oh, of the bar, dude. If we could just have, like, he's just like sitting at a card table, and he's just like we don't have to hang out with him or anything, but he's just there. That'd be amazing. How weird was it when uh, Damien just starts? naming off all the things he hates about Giannina. He's like, I hate when you say OMG. I hate when you do this. You're going to probably bring up politics because you have a big personality. No, he said, I don't like when you say GD. Yeah. As in goddamn. 
Like, he, is he not, is he like, he can't say goddamn? That's yeah, they, they, a bad enough curse just, word. This is the South. They're in Atlanta. So, like, you really run into people that won't allow you to say GD, the real version of GD. Otherwise, they're offended. Oh, well, she just said, oh my God, after. And she was like, wait, can I say that? Right, right. Because so that's, that's, oh. She, the the, the I G. Understand now. <laughs> yeah, he just he's like, well, while we're getting everything out of the table, I don't like when you do this. I don't like your politics. I don't really like your friends. Uh, your face is kind of weird, and I uh, I don't like your attitude. Dude, he just got to shut up and just take it. Like, come on, you're on easy street right now. No way. He said he's been too he's been too uh, passive because he's afraid of upsetting her. But that's no that's not happening anymore. No more Mr. Yeah. Nice Guy. Yeah, that was that was only week one through week one and a half. Now it's time. Now that we're in week two of this relationship, it's time that uh, we start getting a little more real. Okay, what other uh, interesting uh, d- dynamics Nothing. did we have in this podcast? Oh, oh no. no. I, well, I thought Kelly dropped an absolute bombshell. Oh, absolute there bombshell it is. That in the past, she's had trouble getting an orgasm. <laughs> and she thinks it's because she didn't have an emotional connection to her partner. Can you hey. think of, Allie, can, can you think of a better, like a more airtight excuse as to why you didn't want to have sex with somebody like you could just make you could spin off that story and they'd be like okay well like you can't question it man she does not like they're in um friends yeah i could think of one more but it's not a good one but (laughs) no i think i I know what you're thinking yeah Mm -hmm. it was it was pretty like making him have to back off and respect that or else he looks real bad yeah yeah, okay but she's friend zoning him right I don't know. I think I so. I think really, so. I love Kenny and Callie. I feel like they're the most real, like best friends. I don't know. I like. They don't, they don't could, be brothers. <laughs> could be yeah. brothers. Don't rush Ow. things, but like also, like Ryan said uh, in our Slack, like you're gonna buy the car without giving it a test drive. Like, come on, it's. A t- so- I feel like it's a lot of people used to do that, but I feel like in the 21st century. That stuff is very different now. So here's what she yeah. said. Here's what she said. Uh, I don't want to test drive the car because in the past I've driven cars that I didn't like, and I don't want to end up not liking this car. But you're still gonna buy it? Like, yeah, that's like, the worst part. You need to you need to see if that's gonna happen because if it doesn't, then you have a problem. But if well, it like, does, then you're good. <laughs> I like the idea of being traditional, where you're like. You know, I just want to sort of ease into this. And the way that you met each other was you both sat in a pod <laughs> and then you <laughs> you didn't look at each other and, you, and then you got proposed without ever seeing one another. And then when you met up, you immediately went to Mexico. And But she just want, she's more traditional. She wants to play it slow. She doesn't want to sleep with this dude. Like, what, what kind of, like, <laughs> there's no way. There's you no way you accept, the, uh, you accept to be, uh, you accept the um, proposal. And then you don't want to be physically amorous with the other person. Like, unless you're like seven years old, what what are we doing here? It can also be, uh, I've heard, I've had girlfriends who their number is too, they think their number is too high. So they don't want to add to that unnecessarily, or they're very, (laughs) very reserved and have only slept with one other person before. And they don't want to just do that. They're engaged. So it like, if you said yes to someone, you would think you would feel comfortable enough to 
have sex with them, but clearly not. But they're so, I've heard both sides. Yeah. I'm calling. Shows. I'm calling bullshit on uh, Kelly here. Um, <laughs> Speaking of calling bullshit, fellas, uh, having spent our life around, uh, you know, uh, just dudes, especially ones like Mark. Uh, I can see right through when a guy is lying about getting with a girl, and he was totally lying about the fact <laughs> that him and Jessica finally got together. He said that? Yes. He, yeah. just, he said, well, he, he tried to, like, uh, wrap it in some some BS, but he was like, you know what? Like, we just really wanted to build our emotional connection, and one night, our emotional connection just boiled over and it turned into a physical connection if mark what? says emotional connection one more time <laughs> i swear to god yo but uh, what is the idea here of like building the emotional connection when that was the whole premise of the show is that they built an emotional connection and then they're supposed to bring it into the real world to see if the physicality follows like you already did the experiment part like are you in or not and if not why do we have to watch you Move on. It's definitely like they. This episode, we had a lot of talks with like uh, Giannina talking about her family struggling and him being like, "Wow, I had no idea." And then even Jessica talking about her childhood. Like, I'm like, didn't you guys talk about this in the pods? What else did yeah. you talk about when you're just sitting <laughs> there for hours? Like, you're not talking about like the game last night or the yeah, why weather. Didn't we get th- why didn't we get that? I want some pod talk. I want to know what they're talking about in those pods. Yeah, they cu- they took us out of the pods too soon. I agree. In the first episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was way too soon. But I mean, Mark is like, yeah, she doesn't want to sleep with me. Yeah, like she doesn't hang hang out with me. But we have an incredible emotional connection <laughs> like yeah she can we talk about me, but our emotional connection is so strong can we talk about how creepy it is that two of the couples now have uh reverted back to talking to each other from behind a wall <laughs> wait two who's the other one yeah in the other episode it was jessica or it was uh Damien Damien and, and Gigi. Gigi, where they where they were fighting through the wall Oh, nobody was as yeah. Nobody was as corny as Mark sitting up a rose petal uh, picnic on two sides of a wall. <laughs> okay, that was cute. Like, yeah, the was idea cute. of it was cute. Okay. I actually it's like, have to agree you... with Ali. I thought it was well executed. I thought Dude, it was. This well is like, oh my god! I love the fact like, that he's desperate. He was trying to be <laughs> romantic. So I love the fact that he was like, all right, look, I get that you don't like looking at me. So I set up this date. He's trying whatever he can to get her to actually fall in love with him. I think that that like one shot of him with his head up against the wall, like close, where he's like, she's talking about something. He's like, I'm here, babe. I'm here. His eyes are all closed. I was like. I, I want to choke this man out so bad. Like, I just want to choke this dude out. Put him out of his misery. This dude is the worst. Why? My, like, I, I guess I know the answer to this, which is just, like, he somehow fell in love with her. But, like, why is he so desperate? Like, Yo, I don't know. Like, a lot of people in the early stage of this show said, like, it would have been amazing if they actually put ugly people on this show. Like, yeah. That would have actually tested out the premise. <laughs> but like he's not ugly like he's he's a, just a, a yeah he's a also, decent he's looking regular four years old he has time to find his person like this is this tells me that he's probably never had a girlfriend before he's like finally got a girlfriend he's like has to hold on with both hands as hard as he can 
Yeah. Terrible. I mean, maybe he's just like so awkward around girls. It's just like unbearable. Maybe. <laughs> I could, I, from what we, I've seen, I think that's a pretty good theory. <laughs> no, but we learned last party that Jessica hated that, that he is such a girl's guy that like he will sit there and talk about emotions with Amber and um, that he like loves to <laughs> hanging with his mom. And like Jessica's like, that's a terrible quality. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the mom. <laughs> Mark's Jessica, mom. Jessica hates that he loves his mom. <laughs> Oh, um, God. Speaking of Jessica, how cringy was her and Barnett's conversation? She was lying through her teeth when he called her out. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe you thought I liked you. Never. Yeah, I, I like how she thought that, like, she couldn't believe that uh, Amber thought she might have liked Barnett after her and Amber just talking about in the pods how, like, she was gonna get proposed to, like, by Barnett the whole Yo, time. Yo, what about how she carried it into her confessional? Like, then she was lying to us. <laughs> I'm like, so we're like, do you not realize you're gonna watch, <laughs> everyone's gonna watch this show back and see it all? Yeah, we watched you the whole time talking about you wanted to, you wished you were with him, and then you, you can't lie to us. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? But uh, when, you're, when you're a compulsive liar, you don't realize... That everyone can see through your lies. Oh, brutal. We're not even seeing through her lies. We're just listening to the two things she told us that were in diametric opposition of one another. She literally was like, I've always thought you and Amber are perfect for each other. Like, I would never see you that way. Like, dude, two minutes ago, like, literally, you were just talking about how you didn't want to leave this experiment with anything left on the table and that you had to just, like, say how you really felt. And that, like, then you yeah. meet with Barnett and... I feel like that's the third time she's had that conversation with Barnett where she's like, I just, you know, I just got to make sure there's nothing I'm leaving out on the table. Um, how about the fact that it took like 25 minutes for us to start talking about Barnett, who everyone thought was going to be the king of the drama. And now he's become not only one of the more stable contestants, but even the more stable one in his own relationship. Excuse yeah. me, this is Matt not yeah, it's Matt. They didn't. Did they refer to him as Matt this episode, or is no. he only Matt at his parents' house? Uh, the the focus groups definitely told them to come off. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Barnett think- is uh, Barnett's the, a real winner because you get the feeling he could do so much better than Amber, who I just like don't think is a catch at all. But he's too nice to dump her. I think. Yo, do you think anybody else on this planet has watched this show the way we are watching it, where there's an actual break in between each episode, and then you have to like ruminate on it and like think about it? Everyone just powers through this thing, right? Oh, I could have fit. Yeah. I could have finished the series like in a night. Like I would probably <laughs> stay up to like four a.m., but I would have finished it. Because like when I first, oh, good. I was just gonna say the schedule makes us stronger. It does. It makes us stronger. But like when I first were, uh, started watching Breaking Bad, it was when it first came out. And so every episode of Breaking Bad, I had to wait minimum one week in between. And then sometimes I had to wait two years in between episodes if it was in between seasons. And so I spent all this time like coming up with theories and like breaking down like every element. Uh, and then I binged it one day and I was like, wow, he uh, broke bad pretty quick. That was a lot faster than I remember it. Because in real time, it took like a year for him to like, <laughs> to like really break bad. Yeah. Uh, so the same thing here where it's just everybody just powers through this. They don't have these times to, to really break down this game film. I, I feel like we have an advantage over everybody. We're much stronger, like you say, Ryan. Yeah, it's a, 
it is definitely a weird way to watch a, net, a Netflix show because I am very certain, especially in quarantine, that this could be taken down in one night. <laughs> no question. <laughs> Going back to Barnett, I mean, I feel like it was a a big big news to all of us that they have to pay for their own wedding. Like oh, yeah. you get a free trip to Mexico, you get living for free, rent free for a few months, and like you got to pay for your own wedding and you don't even know if it's legit going to happen. And Amber's just dropping like, well, I want this. I want that. I don't want my mom to pay for any of this. I want us to pay for it. Also, I have no money. So I want you to pay for it all. The second they said, uh, you got to pay for the wedding. I would have been like, oh, all right, I'm out. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. I thought that that was like, what is like holding them in? Otherwise, what, I mean, I, I would put this on Twitter, but like what, it says that they said that they have to get married or never see each other again. How, how are the producers of the show supposed to police that? Are they going to like lock one of them away or like, why do they have to get married? Wouldn't you just be like, dude, let's just not get married in three weeks. I thought they were getting a free wedding out of it. So they felt like they had to go through with it. Right. That's how it is in the bachelor. Like, okay. Like Neil Lane's coming through to hook you up with a multi-thousand dollar ring. Um, and most of the time, if you make it and you're a popular couple, you get your wedding paid for and it's on TV. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously they got the rings for free because we never had to hear about that. But the fact that Maybe. they're going to have to pay for this means to me they should just be like, "All right, well there's no rush. Let's just uh let's just see yeah. how this goes for the next few months and then we can decide if we want to get married." Yeah, they let, let's date for a little bit. Is that cool or no? We just have to get married and like if not, what happens then? Like Yeah, they keep what? talking about how not all of these couples will end up making it down the aisle like all that money goes to waste are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> so dumb but she so only dumb. she only mentioned the cost of the alterations so maybe that's on them that but the, the dress is paid for this show leaves so much of the imagination we, we get no details on the show at all it's so yeah, may, maybe they give you like a like a cookie cutter list of things you get for free and if you want to like upgrade something you have to pay for the upgrade <laughs> like kb homes pre- presents you with the <laughs> like maybe maybe at the wedding you get uh the well vodka but if you or if you want to splurge for the top shelf stuff you have to pay an upcharge well jessica will be fine with the well i'm sure yes or some wine, mouthwash wine if she has only, to wine only at jessica's wedding yo we better we, we need to get at least one more like super drunken mixer where all of the couples are together again and like uh there's a chance for some cross-pollinization well i guess it's not but um we heard i guess not spoilers but we heard the next episode bachelor and bachelorette parties is wild so what that's already too much information <laughs> i don't want to know that i want to go in totally clean <laughs> i feel like some you of these guys that, are gonna have gonna be really fine? uh i feel like some of these guys are gonna have really boring bachelor parties <laughs> really uh, boring no cameron's, they're not planning their own cameron's bachelor party is just they just uh go to church <laughs> yeah, I know. and slow jam. Um, what a t- I can't wait. I guess so. So all it, presumably it's going to be all the guys together and then all the girls together. Right. They and, don't um, even. And then I would the, think. And the KPMG guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be amazing if um, the producers of the show gave you a free bachelor party, but you couldn't invite any of your own friends? You'd have your bachelor party with Cameron. And- do, do we think Nick Lachey shows up? He was <laughs> in this show. Maybe in he brings you out the rest of the 98 degrees with him. That'd be amazing. 
Nick Lachey is like driving the uh, party bus or whatever. <laughs> we have to, you have to, there's a scene where Nick Lachey opens the door and waits for a little bit longer, like clearly waiting for a tip. <laughs> was Nick Lachey's wife someone before she was his wife? Uh, if you're thinking of Jessica, Jessica Simpson. That was like his. No, his no, no. I mean, his wife. his wife on this show looks familiar to me. Oh. I don't know. Um, let me see. I'll look it up. Yeah, help me. He's out. a uh, television personality. Okay, <laughs> beauty, right. beauty queen, fashion model. All so, right. Yeah. Miss Teen Double USA threat. in nineteen. Triple threat. <laughs> what, so I, what? I, I what's her? I... What's her maiden name? Um, Vanessa Joy Manillo. Oh, I yes, yes. What? I knew it. Oh, what do, do I you know her from Miss Teen USA? <laughs> <laughs> Miss South Carolina in 1998. Yeah. Uh, well, of course I have Miss South Carolina 1998 on uh, VCR at my house. <laughs> <laughs> He's queuing that up. You might have seen her in Top Chef Junior. Where she oh, was there it is. <laughs> he was she was in Top Dancing Chef with the Stars in 2017. This feels like this happened. Uh, she had a guest spot in Y50 in 2011. <laughs> Why are we, are we talking your whole about discography? this? She was in Fantastic Four. Oh, she was only an extra in that. <laughs> it says killed by rock guy. Um. Wow, I, I still don't really know why I know her, but I knew that she was that she was recognizable. Apparently. They have a child named Phoenix. Ooh, Phoenix Lachey. Yes. She was in CS- CSI New York. She's got a great uh, uh, yeah. televisionography. I don't know what. So uh, back to the show. This, this is the show. It's all the show. the show, don't you see? <laughs> the show is whatever you want it to be. It's a show about life, and this is life, Allie. Um, so we had someone on the DNVR watches hashtag ask if you were one of their parents, who would you be as far as a reaction to the engagement? I think I would be Lauren's mom, like supportive, but also like, uh, I don't know, kind of questioning it. What about you guys? Uh, I'd be Mark's dad big time, just silent at the end of the table. Or you know who I'd be? I'd be, uh, I'd be Damien's parents and just be absent from the whole show, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, they never made it in, did they? Yeah. And that was a fight between him and Gigi. <laughs> oh, that was his fault again. Yeah, this um, is like Damien trying to sabotage his relationship. Yo, he sucks. He Wasn't really Damien sucks. the name of the kid in uh, the, the, what's that? The, the Omen. omen. Yes. yes, that's the devil child, and he's bright red. Consider that. Oh, it's all coming. It's all making sense. It's all oh, making God. sense. My God. Um. All right. Before we get out of here, I need power rankings. So Harrison, Woo! I'll start with you. Power rank the couples. So, Cameron and Lauren are still top for me. I mean, they're just like the most stable. But I am super uncomfortable with Cameron. Just the way he touches lauren's like arm and shoulder super uncomfortable for me um but they're at my top and then i've got amber and barnett second like barnett's way too good for her but i feel like they'll stay together whoa that's a bad drop i've dropped uh kenny and kelly down to third after this uh latest bedroom debacle (laughs) 
<laughs> and then um, Damien and Gigi, and then Mark and Jessica. Is okay. that it? Did I have yep. them all? That's it. Yeah. Before we continue with everyone's rankings, Lauren is not flawless. She didn't tell anyone of her friends or families about their wedding or that the fact that they're getting married. I wonder at why. All. And she even felt super uncomfortable telling her best friend about it. Like, and she told her best friend, I don't know if I'm ready to be committed to getting married. So like, I saw a lot of people, I like Lauren and Cameron, but they have their flaws just like every other couple on this show. I feel like they don't really talk a lot like when they're together. So they probably (laughs) don't really learn about each other's flaws maybe. That's true. Okay, Allie, let's hear it. Um, I think my power rank. Uh, uh, Remember when you were only kind of going to be on this show? I know. I got sucked in. Well, you guys were talking about <laughs> sex and marriage. This and is the story of love is I feel like I had to be a part of it. I was like, I'm kind of only going to watch this show. And now I'm on a podcast about it. This is what happens. <laughs> okay, make Eric go first. All right. Eve, okay, I'll go got? first. So let me think. So what am I, what am I, how am I judging this? Just how I, how I personally, if, if I like them or not, or if I, if I think they're going to last forever. Um, a combination of the two where okay. they meet on that chart. So, um, number one is Cameron and Lauren. They're just the best, um, not people, but everything's relative here. So they're <laughs> like the, they're like the most okay people, uh, by a long shot. Um, number two is who I would have been Kenny and Kelly, but I really think he got friend zoned pretty hard. So I don't even know if I can consider them a couple anymore. They're just like, yeah, they're, they're, they're the like, biggest followers by far here. Yeah. Yeah. They're episode. like, they're like buddies, buddies sharing a bed. Like they're, I wonder if they're like splitting the splitting dinner. And <laughs> so I can't have them too rightly. Cause I'm not even convinced they're a couple anymore. So I guess that. So are they out of the rankings entirely? Yeah, yeah, they're gone. Until I see otherwise, they're out of the rankings because this is for couples only. (laughs) Remember when she said, like, she's like, yeah, if we if we were to have sex right now, and he's like, oh, if we were to have sex right now, (laughs) he's like, that sounds awesome. (laughs) He's like, no, no, don't get any ideas. He's like, you mean like an idea that we're getting married in two weeks? (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, so then um, I guess then it goes Barnett slash Mark and Amber who I don't even like at all. You mean Matt? But Oh, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, uh, man, that's rough that they got bumped up so high. Uh, who are the other couples on the show? <laughs> the two bad ones, Gigi and Damien. Oh, and Gigi and Damien. Carlton yes. and... Uh... Yo. Um, Carlton and Diamond are out. They're not part they're, of this anymore. I know. They're out, I'm, but I'm, I'm actually putting I'm them just, higher. Uh... They're, they're my that's number two. That's what Evan did. <laughs> diamonds are forever after all yeah (laughs) yeah if you want to know whether or not uh anybody paid for diamonds on the show you know you can immediately know they didn't when she threw it into the pool it's like i'm out of here um so yeah no a co-losers of this show and every show are mark um (laughs) jessica Gigi, and damien who all i hope get into a four-person marriage and kill one another wow (laughs) Oh it got darker than I, I shouldn't have said kill but i just want them all to end up together <laughs> okay uh. okay i this may be bad to say but i think kenny and kelly will still get married and 
I don't think Kenny's. I don't think Kenny's the and the, the type of guy to like really call that out. And then maybe I feel like <laughs> totally they, not, yeah. they would both like kind of settle. Like he would deal with maybe like once every six months or something like that. And <laughs> she, I, honestly, I'm not kidding. I know it's bad to say, but I feel like out of all the couples, like they're the ones who would be like, eh, why not? They both said they were lonely. They both said they needed a best friend. They both said they really were looking for like someone else to complete them. So I feel like oh, they're like, well, we kind of like each other. <laughs> So let's just do it. Um, so I still have Kelly and Kenny as my number one. Number then one. As couples that I think are going to last or are like number up there one. in couples. Um, Amber and Barnett, they're my second. Number Lauren two. and Cameron are my third. And then Gigi and Damien are my fourth. And Mark and Jessica are last. Ooh. The right. If I could put here. just Damien last i would <laughs> we should just rank the individuals next that's what we did with adam yeah okay uh i've got amber and barnett number one um oh yeah I, I think like obviously her i kind of like harrison said he could probably do better but uh <laughs> i think he he actually likes her and so he's gonna be able to get past the uh the uh you know the drama there number two I unfortunately have Lauren and Cameron because God, they bore me. Um, <laughs> they, I mean, they really do suck. Um, number three, I guess I have to go Kenny and Kelly. Oh man. You have to, you have to. Yeah. It really, I mean, um, once every six months. Wow. <laughs> it honestly, I don't think he would be upset about it. I think he would settle and be like, well, I guess it's why is she cool nothing. with that? They're, they're already planning this out as newlyweds. They're, they're going to have a six month. <laughs> He's going to have like some sort of scale that he has to like achieve. Like once he gets 600 points. <laughs> um, yeah, that, uh, that is, they, wow, that was rough. Um, and number four, I'm actually going to go Mark and Jessica. Um, Whoa. I, I think that, uh, his love for her is stronger than anything that exists between Damien and Gigi. So oh, okay, all right, well, well, all right. I didn't see that. Damien, so... Damien and Gigi have never been compatible from the start. I don't understand how they chose each other or anything along those lines, and they are uh, on the highway to hell. So <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, that's a good point. What a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> tune in next week. um okay so what do we we have episode nine Nine. on what day is it saturday uh episode nine on saturday looking forward to it apparently there are bachelor bachelorette parties as ali so rudely spoiled it's in the the title of the next show (laughs) no next show is called episode nine yes episode nine bachelor and bachelorettes (laughs) that could that could mean anything that's true. I'm going to predict an absolute actually. drunken freak out from Jessica. Oh, oh really going wait. out on a limb there, Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica and Amber to... finally confront each other. I can't believe yeah, I have to wait till Saturday. dancing around it the whole season. Oh, all right. This will be the ultimate test of strength. Saturday is episode nine, and then I believe we are doing a grand finale on Tuesday where we will be watching the weddings 
and the reunion two hour special <laughs> and then doing a podcast after we're, to- we're pulling a bachelorette and having a two hour finale even though they would really do a three hour three finale hour. but yeah. which is why we love yeah. them gosh it's it's what the people want so God bless we gotta them. deliver yes we will we will binge watch two episodes just just uh ceremoniously but i think that's gonna wrap it up for us tonight so thank you guys for tuning in shout out to davidson's make sure you hit him up after you watch the show because we all need to drink after we watch those uh those couples pretend to be couples but anyways thank you guys for tuning in we'll talk to you later